This is the Southern Hills Church of God, and this is our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today. We hope this inspires you and guides you and builds your faith. God bless and enjoy this message. To, to, to this song, to that chorus. So y'all just hang out for just a minute. Y'all can have a seat for just a second. I, I got to get this off my chest. The Bible, it's been challenging me this past month. He's to, the Lord has challenged me this last month, and I want to get this message out in a condensed way because I want us to have a time of prayer today. And I really want you for just a second to pray for me and to allow my thoughts to come out clearly so that everybody, we're all here on the same page. So can we take a second? Can you pray for me? If you want to stretch your hand towards me, whatever you want to do, just God, I pray right now that you'd be with me, Lord, as I deliver this message, God, Lord, that, they, that you would allow me to speak with clarity God that you would allow me to speak with in 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 such a way that people know it's not me that is speaking but rather it is the Holy Spirit speaking through me and God I'm praying right now God please don't let people see me but let them see you in this moment God I don't want to be risen above anybody else Lord I'm I'm I'm, I'm just a normal man an average man God I am a servant for the most high God and all I want to do today is please the Almighty so God right now use my words Use my actions. Use my thoughts for your glory. God, I just ask you right now that you be in my mouth as I speak and that for everybody in this room and everybody who might be watching that might be watching online today, God, that you'd open up their ears to hear, Lord, this word from you. God, that you'd open up their eyes to see, Lord, what it is your spirit is speaking to them. And Lord, open up their minds to know what it is your spirit wants them to know. God, I just ask you today to help me. God, I ask you today that you help me. Lord, and it's in your name I pray. And everybody in here said, amen. I'm going to go ahead and skip down for um, Pawnee back there who's um, running the computer for me. I'm so sorry. If you go to 2 Kings chapter 4, we're going to go ahead and skip down to page 3 of my notes, about halfway down page 3. 2 Kings chapter 4, if you have your Bibles, I want you to go ahead and turn there with me today. I want to tell you a familiar story, one that I believe speaks to the season that we're in right now. Second Kings chapter 4. We're going to start in verse number 1. This is what it says. The wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that he revered the Lord, but now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. So Elisha replied to her in verse 2, How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? You see, what I want to do is I want to talk today that there's a mindset that a lot of us tend to, to go to, to drift to, and it's the mindset of I don't have enough. It's the mindset of what I have. It's nothing in comparison to what I wish that I did have. And what the Bible tells me is he wants you to have a heart of abundance because my God is the God of more than enough. Okay, I need to make sure that you heard me right because no matter what situation you face, no, no matter what battle you go through, whatever mountain that comes in your path, my God is not the God of, well, I hope you have it. No, my God is the God of I am more than enough for your need. 
and I can meet you. And so you have this lady who's in this house, and the servant asked her, what do you have in the house? Elisha said, what do you want me to do for you? And then he didn't let her answer the question, and he asked her another question by saying, what do you have in the house? And it's really important because she really, in her mind, didn't have anything. She, in her mind, had absolutely nothing. She, here's what she said. Your servant has nothing there at all. She said, except a small jar. Well, that's not nothing. A small jar is something in the eyes of God. But see, her something was so little that she labeled it as her nothing. And so in that moment, when the servant asked her, what do you have in your house? She was so embarrassed by what she had that she said, I have nothing in here except a small jar of olive oil. She only saw what she lacked. She only saw the negative in this situation. See, I see people today with this mindset that we take a good situation, a season where a lot of ministry is being done, albeit different than in years past, but good ministry, and all we see on TV is, well, we lack this, we lack this, the world's coming to an end. And the psychological mind, the way that your mind works is that we tend to drift towards the negative before we drift towards the positive. And it's just human nature to, to believe the negative before you believe the, the positive. And so this lady looks in her house and she said, I have nothing at all. And if you can read kind of between the lines and hear the context of what she's trying to say, she's, she's, she, she is saying that my husband is dead, but he, 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 he revered you and, and he, he, knew, he knew you. It's almost as if she was a little bit upset that her situation was what it was. That she was a little bit embarrassed that somebody came to her house and there wasn't anything there. And she, and she kind of had that mindset of, well, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Have you ever had something? But culture defined your something as very little. And so you told yourself, I have nothing. There's nothing worth living for. I have nothing. And I'm telling you, we serve the God of more than enough. And Delbert, my Bible tells me that my God can take what my mind tells me is nothing and he can make it into something. So you've got to understand the context, though, of what is going on right now. She's worried. She's worried that somebody's going to come in and take her boys because, because her husband, who has now passed, owes a lot of money. And see, in, in those days, okay, it, 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 was, um, it was common for people to take your children and to enslave them to basically pay back what you owed. And so she's worried that her sons are going to be taken away. She's worried that everything she has is gone and she already sees it as nothing. You see, this woman's upset and she's desperate and I'm telling you, you might have found yourself today in a similar place. You might sense that you're lacking something. You might sense that there's something that's missing. And I'm here to tell you, number one of, of um, point three, num number one is this. Don't diminish what you have. Don't diminish what you have because what you have, though it's I've got nothing's what she said. She actually had something, but to her it was so incredibly small that she used the word nothing. 
She was so displeased by how things were going that she labeled her something as nothing. Don't diminish what you have. She said, this servant of yours has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. I want you to look at the dialogue in the story. We see a scarcity mindset. A scarcity mindset that I, I have nothing when the Bible wants you to live in abundance. You see, abundance asks the question, what do you have? While scarcity asks the question on will I, uh, I, what you lack. And so what the prophet's trying to get her to see is that you actually have something. And if you spend more time today complaining about your problems and complaining about what you lack, then acknowledging your blessings, then there's something off. We have to get to that place where we stop looking at what we don't have and we start looking at what God has blessed me with. No, I don't have a $10 million yacht, but I do have a beautiful home with a beautiful wife and great kids and I've got cars to drive and there's food on my table. I don't lack anything. Why? Because my God is the God of more than enough. Don't diminish what you have. There's more good in your resource than what you give it credit for. Number two, God often does the extravagant through what seems insignificant. My God, help me. God does the extravagant through what seems insignificant. He often does the larger than life through things that seem so small. Like this, we would never harvest a crop if we always diminish the tiny insignificance of a seed. Here's what we should do. Don't view the seed for what it is. View the seed through what it will create when planted. Am I speaking today? I need somebody to hear this because I'm tired of looking, only looking at what's not there. But rather, I, I want to look at what God's blessed me with. The scarcity mindset is not something that we should be living towards. So this passage goes into 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 3. And here's what Elisha said. Go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. <laughs> because why? My God is more than enough. Did you hear that? He said don't just ask for a few. Because the reality is this, okay? Hear me. This is so like above that you just need to write this down. You never have 100% of what you don't ask for. You never have 100% of what you don't ask for. So had she walked into the situation and never asked for any empty jars, there would have never been a blessing to come. But she took what she saw as nothing, and she went into it, and the prophet said, go look for many jars, not just a few. Not just a few. Why? Because the prophet knows what's about to happen. Chapter 4, verse 4. Then go inside, shut the door behind you and your sons, pour oil in the jars, and as each is filled, put it to one side. So she went out, she closed the door on herself and her children, and as they handed her the jar, she would pour the oil. Remember, she said, I've got nothing in here. She labeled her something as her nothing. <laughs> it goes on. 
to, to point three here. That God's abundance often goes with your faith. Don't diminish what you have. God can do extravagant things through what seems insignificant. Since he's the God of more than enough, the abundance that he wants you to live towards comes with your faith. So now this woman's got nothing in this room except a bunch of empty jars and just a little bit of nothing oil. And she begins to pour and pour and pour and pour. And then the scripture goes on to say that when all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there is not a jar left because here's what I want you to see. Had she had the faith for more, there would have been abundance for more. But because the jars were all used up, what does the scripture say? The oil stopped. So she went and she told the man of God and he said, but before I get to what he said, I want you to notice what's going on. Because she went and told the man of God, meaning the prophet chose not to be in the room when the miracle was occurring. Why? Because if he was there, she would have, prob she would have probably given him the credit for the miracle. But she was behind closed doors with only her child and only her God. And this was a miracle of personal provision over her life because it wasn't a public need. It was a personal need and she didn't need a public place to make it happen so the prophet went out of the room and allowed her to have some private time so in the room by herself all of these jars began to be full and and the first part of verse 7 says this go sell the oil and pay your debts you and your sons can live off of what what is left which means there was enough oil to cover what she owed and then some because how many of you know he's the God of more than enough? He's not the God that's just going to give you what you need in that moment. But rather he's going to give you what you need and then go and then some. And see, I don't know about you, but I've realized that through my life and through every example that I serve an and then some type God. But here's our issue. And I'm going to close with this. We tend to have this mindset of, God, give me this, give me this, give me this. No, son, I'm sorry, it doesn't work like that. But God, I promise you, if I just had more of this, then I would. He said, let me stop you right there. I need you to pour first. Because if you don't have enough faith to pour, you're not going to have the blessing for me to fill. I need you to pour. I need you to give me something. I need you to worship me. I need you to pray to me. I need you to fast. I need you to do something for me. I need you to enter into my throne room. Will you say, Pastor, what happens when we withhold our worship? What happens when I withhold my praise, when I withhold my tithe? God cannot bless that. He will not bless that. We have to have the faith to pour first, to give something to him first. And in return, he'll pour out a blessing over you this so much so that you won't be able to contain it. You see, when Megan and I got married, we didn't have much. I, I grew up in a good home, never went without. Megan grew up in a good home, never went without. We always had everything we needed 
But I decided to get married young, and we moved off, and I was in college still, so we had rent and we had bills. I worked three jobs. She worked one just to make ends meet. And I would be lying to you today if I didn't sit there just a couple times and say, I just don't know that we're going to make it. This might be all we ever have. This might be all we ever get. And I don't know, some of y'all might have been there at some point in your, 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 your life, and you've said that question. I, this might be all that there is. And when you live in that type of mindset, that type of mindset and lifestyle is what you get. But when you realize that my God is the God that had enough for extra oil, the and then some type God, the more than enough type God, then that question of is this all I'm ever going to have should never be a question anymore because you know at the right time in the right place that God's going to open up a window of heaven and pour out a blessing. What's the point today? You might have come in here needing something. You might have been needing a, a bill to work out in your favor. You might have somebody in your home that has a specific need. That you just, you, you need God to answer it. You might have this, this, whatever the situation may be. I, I don't know what you're going through. And if you're watching online, I don't know what you're going through. But here's what the Holy Spirit speaking to us today. Don't diminish what you have. Because I can do something extraordinary through what you think is insignificant. And if you have the faith to believe, I can take your nothingness and I can turn it into something great. The band's about to come. And I know because of the season we're in, we're not going to come down here and gather in the altar. But right where you are, your chair, your seat can be an altar. And you can kneel at your seat. You can stand. You can sit there and pray. But if you're here today and you're in that season of, God, I need something. I need you. I need this prayer answered. And let me make a, just a small point here. Because I've learned this the hard way. Don't ask God to answer it if you're not willing to listen to what he says. Because sometimes the answer is no. But God knows best. And so if you're here today and you need something, pour. Pour of yourself. Worship Him. Pray to Him. Take this moment to just say, God, I need you. I can't tell you the amount of people that I met in my life that said my, my life is worth nothing. And every time I say then if you'll take Mrs. Nothing and you'll introduce her to Mr. Something then your life will be transformed. So right where you are
as they sing this song, can we take some time to just worship? Make an altar. Pray. Whatever you need of God, all he's saying is give me something first. Pour to me. And then I'll give you 